joining us today for another episode of What's Your Why Wednesday. Today, we are joined by the fabulous Paula Hume. She is the branch manager at Crown Home Mortgage. Okay, Paula, most of us came into the mortgage industry by accident, but we stay in the mortgage industry because it's tied to our personal and professional why. So at this moment, we would love to hear, what is your why? So I'm a person, I actually, I always have a lot of whys for a lot of different things that I do. Um, and they're always changing and adapting to all the uncontrollables that happen in life. So the why I want to discuss today is my why for becoming a branch manager specifically. So uh, early on in my mortgage career, I was brought on to a company to work and grow their phone leads, uh, basically grow a call center. And at its peak, there were four of us, but I was still kind of young in the business and in my managing career. So after a few years, I decided I'm just going to enjoy being a loan officer. And that the part of the job that gave me joy was just focusing on the families I could help. And that's exactly what I did for several more years, a couple different companies that I went to after that. And finally, when I planted my flag here at Crown, I was soon faced with an opportunity to be a branch manager again. And um, I said, yes, I didn't even think about it. So the, the more, so that is when I knew that I had more to give in my role. So I had built so much experience and knowledge I knew I was built for greater things. And my brain and heart already knew that I was ready to take on the challenge. And my why is basically, you know, growing in those different companies, one of the things I've always lacked was that leadership. I would go into these quarterly review meetings and they say, a girl, doing great. I'm like, I'm gonna doing great for you. But no one ever, no one ever asked me, you know, what do you want? What does success look like to you? And so that's one of the things I wanted to change. So why I became a branch manager is because I wanted to become someone different than what is currently typically out there. And a lot of times, you know, like I said, managers and leadership kind of leave the loan officers on their own because they feel that's what they want because no one wants to be micromanaged. But I'm coming to it through a different way and, I, and through holding people accountable to their goals and learning about their goals, I kind of want to you know, help the newer loan officers and a new era of loan officers get to get to a position of success faster than just leaving them on an island and saying, figuring it out. Wow. That's a lot. That's a lot to, to kind of think about there. And, and it's really interesting, Paula, because the thing about the mortgage industry and, and listen, during 2020, I think I saw the most change in the mortgage mm -hmm. industry because we had to adapt, right? We had to learn how to work virtually. We had to learn how to do e-closings. We had to learn how to everything, how to meet our clients virtually, yep. like everything, right? So we saw a lot of progress all of a sudden. But as a whole, as an industry, we've kind of been using the same models and the same cookie cutter because, because a lot of the leadership has been the same. Yep. Like there hasn't been as much growth of leadership within our industry. So people kind of just copied the same thing that everyone else did. They kind of just did the same thing again. It's what they knew. Right. It's what and, they knew. and it worked, right? It, it worked. worked. We, people were successful. Not 
yeah why bother but i'd love to hear like when you made this decision to make the leap over to the leadership side like what was important to you to make sure that you provided it's it sounds like you do a lot of one-on-one -on -one. it sounds like you do a lot of individual coaching with your team but what was important to you to make sure that you provide it to those team members. So the thing that was important to me for is support of having my own personal support system behind me, knowing that um, that that no matter how I decided to run this branch, that it was going that that I had support from my leadership, my own personal leadership, to to say yes, you you just do what you need to do and have that freedom, so that I could make it different. Like making it different than what's been out there, it was really important to me because I knew, although it works, I knew it wasn't for me. I needed to be different. I need to be one-on-one. -on -one. I need to build a team who is a team and a family because I see that as a, as a growth opportunity, especially in this industry, to kind of turn the tide. I mean, things are changing. Yeah, We're in a completely different market. There's different there's a different age group coming in yeah. and it's, I don't believe doing things the status quo is going to help them. I, I think agree. we have to grow and, and adapt and change and understand that I mean, it's, let's be an, even being a woman, right? Even being a woman, we are, we are different in the way we manage and the way we handle situations and that can't be shunned anymore. We have to be louder about that stuff. And we have to show that, look, having this different approach, this one-on-one -on -one approach, or at least knowing your employees' goals works, and it's going to help them exceed their goals. Like I have loan officers where they're part-time. They only want to do one or two loans a week or a month. Great. I will train. I will coach you through that level. And I think that's a very different mindset than everyone has to do eight loans a month. Right. <laughs> yes. And, and you are correct. And, you know, even if you speak about different generations coming in, I can tell you that you can't manage a new person coming into this industry, the same as a person that's been in the industry 20, 25 years. It's right. two different management styles. It's two different approaches. And we all have to be open and recognizing and adapting and going with that. So, and, and to your point, it's very important to make sure you work with a company and, and you do, which kudos, that's fantastic. It's very important that we find that right place to where we can be who we are, whatever mm -hmm. that style is. And that's so important. And I love that you found your home and now you're bringing more people into your home and being your best because when you're your best, you can bring out the best in others. 100%. Which is wonderful. All right. All right. Paula, this is my favorite question. This is okay. the one that I look forward to. All right. We all have, I mean, I know you have stories upon stories in terms of families that you've helped, mm -hmm. but I really want you to think about, give me one story where you just in that moment, you felt that impact that you have with what you do in the industry that impact you've had, whether it, it could be on a team member, doesn't have to be a family, but give me that story of where you were like, wow, I made a difference in what I do. There are, like you said, 
tons of examples, right? Because again, we help people get keys to houses. I mean, how cool is that? Um, but I have to say it was about a year ago, uh, I had a new hire come on board who was used to a different, a different mindset, different programs, different products, and they were struggling. And I, I could feel the tension. I could feel the tension. I knew something was not right. So I took the liberty of just calling this person up and, and, and saying, look, I know you're having frustrations. I want to open something up to you. I'm going to be completely honest. I'm like, if you are going to leave me, please tell me first. I will introduce you to other people that I know will treat you as good as me. I don't want you to leave, but, but if you feel you have to, please, I want you to be under, uh, it's more important that you are taken care of than, than, you know, greedily keeping you. And that person opened up to me, the frustrations, and we had an amazing heart to heart and, and, and really diving deep and being able to dive deep into their why. Wow. And their struggles after that conversation, the tide turned. They knew what they had to. They have. They started developing a plan. They stuck with it. They held on, and like, yeah. I mean, yes. I. It, it's part of it is me, but the joy of seeing someone who was just down at the lowest low, but seeing their potential and seeing them just get up and saying, you know what? Yeah, I'm not going to give up. Wow. That's that's my walk. So fulfilling, right? So fulfilling, isn't it? And and Paula, the thing is, is that we all have that ability. Mm -hmm. All of us, you know, sometimes we're like, "Eh, I don't want to, I don't want to pry. I don't want to ask these questions. I might make someone feel uncomfortable Mm -hmm. or, but you know, when you care about someone, truly care about someone, it's never, you never have to feel that way. Because right. asking those questions, maybe it's a tough question. Maybe mm-hmm. it's a, a question that might be a little uncomfortable. But you only ask those questions when you care. Because yep. if you don't care, ah, whatever, go somewhere right. else. I don't know, you know, whatever. But when you care and you are really coming from a good place in your heart, then it's okay. And we all need to remember that. Thank you for that. Thank you for yeah. what you did and never change. Always keep Thank doing you. that. Yep. <laughs> Always keep doing that. All right. So at that note, our last mm-hmm. question kind of ties into this. Give that advice. Give that advice out to everyone that's listening in our wonderful industry out there. Give them your piece of advice to them. So my piece of advice is for the young and the old, for those who have been in a minute and those who have been it for decades, you need to use your voice. And we've talked about, you and I have talked about this before. You have to use your voice. If you're not getting the support you want, or if you feel you're lacking in something or missing something, or you just want different things out of your leadership, open your mouth, let them know, let them know. And if they have that, I don't care mentality, you will know very quickly. And maybe that's your cue to make a change. It, but I bet most leaders will go, oh, I never realized. I didn't that. realize. I didn't know. Because what you mentioned about not asking that question, because it's a hard question to ask sometimes, because they don't want to know the answer. 
So the manager, your leader, whoever it is, may just not want to know what your answer is going to be if they ask you a question. So if you're not getting that support, if you're feeling some sort of way, especially in this market right now, it's tough, but I promise you stick with it. Talk to your leadership. They will walk you through this time because this too will pass. It's all a cycle, Paula. We know yep. that. We've all seen it before. Yep. And But this is the time when you have to grow close, not yeah. far away. Correct. Don't, don't distance yourself. Sometimes when things get challenging, people pull apart. But this mm-hmm. is actually when you need to grow closer, closer to 100%. Teams, closer to yep. the families you work with, closer to your referral partners, closer to everyone, because we are in it together. We yeah. understand. We understand these cycles. So grow closer, not more distant, and use that voice. Exactly. Yep. All right. Well, Paula, thank you for sharing your why, your insights, your perspectives. You are awesome. We truly appreciate it. And until next time, we wish you all the best. Thank you.